Every band or musician needs t-shirts to promote themselves, and every fan wants to wear their favorite band or musician on a t-shirt to show off their love. At our Bothering the Band t-shirt store, you can get your favorite Bothering the Band t-shirt, or you can make your own completely custom t-shirt. Stalk Make a Tea online on social media, or give them a call to create your own t-shirt, your own brand. Tell Meryl or Stephanie you heard about them on Bothering the Band, and I promise they will be extra helpful. Use the coupon code BOTHERME for 10% off an order of $20 or more. That's BOTHERME, B-O-T-H-E-R-M-E, for 10% off. Make a T online. Go buy a Bothering the Band shirt or make your own shirt. Here's the episode. Today on Bothering the Band, we have Jack O'Neill and Carrie Pierce of the amazing band Jack O'Pierce. The story goes, I grew up listening to them, um, and we bothered the hell out of their manager, David, to get them on the podcast, and they did not disappoint. The laughter's real. We don't know if what they're saying, if they're messing with us or not, but this was a ton of fun, and and we talked everything from baseball. <laughs> we talked about so much stuff. Apples at Trader Joe's, Kmart, Target jack-o'-lanterns carports this episode is fantastic this intro is long for a reason follow bothering the band on everything big big shout out to jack and carrie from jack Pierce. so i'm ryan this is my my uh Super talented producer Abby. So she's in, oh, hey, Abby. She's in Wyoming. I'm in Florida. So we're all across the, the states. Oh man. Yeah. Just kind of the way it's been, huh? Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, just to tell you, I am a, a big fan, have been since, you know, I don't even want to tell you how old I am, but a long time ago in high school. You look like a baby, uh, a wee little baby. 24. I wish you can add 15 years to that. Behind your head. Is that an aware record or no? What is that? No, uh, it's like a collage. Okay. It looked like an aware compilation. I don't know if you no, remember. That. That'd be cool. But no, it's a collage of a bunch of different stuff. There's yeah, like would have been so cool if it was. That's just unfortunate, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Anyway. So what do you want to talk about? Now this isn't <laughs> legally binding or anything like that, man. Not in the yeah. least bit. Hey, oh, look at your little setup, Jack. I'm singing now. Hey, buddy. You look great. Do you got the memo on the chambray? On the chambra? Chambray? You know, that's pretty much all I have are blue shirts. Of course, with quarantine, man, I, I really rock, rocked out on a serious assortment of sweatpants, which I never really had. But now I've got like 10 pairs of sweatpants, all because of, of the COVID situation. Do you have a new actor voice? Because you said sweatpants. You said pants. I'm enunciating. Yeah, you have pants. That's like the New Yorker. Yes, I'm wearing my pants. <laughs> Dude, I love your bangs. Thank bang, you. Bang. <laughs> love bangs. Where are you guys located at this time? I'm in Wyoming. Nice. Mm-hmm. Ryan's in Florida. I'm unfortunately, unfortunately in Florida. 
how do you guys how do you guys know each other <laughs> we actually went to middle school together no way yeah wow. in and, one of the two states or a different state altogether in florida in orlando florida that's so oh, cool. right why, yeah. why aren't you in the backstreet boys <laughs> you were so close ryan <laughs> you have no idea i auditioned and everything damn it <laughs> oh man that's why we're doing this podcast is because we have no musical talent, but we love music. I noticed that in one of your podcasts, you talked about how you had any musical talent. And then, uh, but I wasn't sure if that was totally true. I don't see any guitar thing on the wall back there. Or it's fully true. It's, it's pretty true. I can probably play a C chord if I had a gun to my head, but. Uh, Hell of a chord. Hell of a chord. That's uh, that's as far as it goes. I do have guitars, but it's only for my friends who are actual talented musicians when they come over. Gotcha. So there's that. Uh, you took one of my, kind of one of my questions already is um, both, I noticed both of you are not wearing undershirts under your button downs. Have you? Yeah, are, you want, how many buttons do you want, Ryan? I know it's video. <laughs> how come everyone gets naked on this podcast? Hey, wow, that just, that, that closed me right back up after seeing my very oh, chest on camera. I, <laughs> I love it. Um, I, it's just where, when I grew up, everyone wore undershirts, no undershirts for you guys. Too hot. Yeah. I play, when we play live, I literally don't understand because everybody has such cool looks. I mean, you see some dude and he's wearing like a sweatshirt with a leather jacket on top and he's got all the moves and the stuff hanging off his po pockets and sides. And I'm like, gosh, I want to look that cool, but I move around way too much. I get too freaking hot. I don't, I really don't understand how people can do the layers look, especially on stage, including just even having a t-shirt underneath. Gotta, gotta be free, Ryan. Gotta be free. Get it. Get it. Jack, what do you, well, for, for a long time, I pretty much, would only wear white v-neck t-shirts so i kind of i think I, I played my hand uh <laughs> there was probably a solid six to eight years where that's in fact I, I think a friend of ours went for halloween and dressed up as me and just wore a white v-neck t-shirt <laughs> does that sound familiar carrie white um, is, is white yeah t-shirt you know what i will in the winter time especially in New York, I will wear a t-shirt, certainly under a flannel shirt. Oh, there we go. Then maybe a hoodie and then a jacket, you know? Yeah. But, but that's, you know, that's, that's New York winter. I mean, I don't think that would, that would work very well in Orlando, say. I'm in a Florida garage right now and I'm, you can't tell, thankfully, but it is disgusting here. Oh, man. <laughs> so gross no, you can't tell you can't tell you're you're no you look really good, good from here man thank you <laughs> what i love is that you're in florida she's in wyoming and you have a chicago hat on so you're like i like yeah that. I, I just i usually rock a yankees hat because i am a i am a new yorker as well at heart but uh <laughs> uh i just got back from pitchfork festival in chicago so i had to wear and this was the closest hat before the show so i just I got you. popped it on that's, that's a cool hat so yeah, old school with the old bear. Um, are you guys baseball fans at all? A little bit. Yeah. 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 Are, you, are no, you? I used to be like, I used to be 
recognize a guy's face when he steps up to the plate kind of baseball fan. And I don't know what's, what's happened in recent years, but like the Yankees, I, I, you know, I know a couple of the players, but I feel like, you know, some years ago I, I could, I could just call guys out by face, you know, like now it's, you know, I know that the Yankees are pretty hot right now. Doing good. They're doing good. Right. When I finish this, I'm going to go watch that game. They're playing Baltimore. Right. See, and I, I'm not not up to speed on that. Oh, Carrie, how about you? Baseball? For audio audio medium, he's looking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a definite baseball fan right there. I will tell you this, I did become a fan of baseball. Because Mark Teixeira is a fan of ours, you know, Mark Teixeira, and he had us play his 30th birthday party, which is so much fun. Get some fun stories on that. Um, He was a fan from back to Baltimore days, of all things. He grew up in Baltimore, was a fan, went to Georgia Tech. Sister was a huge fan. They'd go to shows together. And uh, anyway, he brought me, I can't remember if it was maybe the day before the show. He said, come in and go to the game and treat me like a VIP. I was like, ah, it was hot. It was New York. It was like the sun's beating down and I'm not much of a day drinker. And, but it was just so, it was kind of miserable. It was so hot. And anyway, I had a, you know, I flagged over a cold beer and I was sitting there in the hot sun and to gets a hit. And I'm like, yeah, it's my guy. I got a cold beer. I'm like, yeah, I'll take another one. I'm like, this is great. So that was my last baseball experience, which might've been 10 years ago. And Hey man, I don't, I don't want to hate. I mean, you love baseball. You love baseball. Okay. I love Lima. I love, I love I the love game. Lima. I love the <laughs> game. You know what? I take it back. On this last road trip, we were in Colorado. We had a day off. Hey, who we set went... it up? Jack, tell him who set it up. Carrie <laughs> set it up. What? Well, he just told everybody to go and didn't go. <laughs> we paid well, we went for to a Colorado Rockies game. Trip. Like, hey, everybody, it's on us. Jack and I are going to buy you tickets, get you a dog at the park. And then I didn't show up. Yeah, then it was a, <laughs> hey, that was fine. That was fine. And then actually on the, on the next trip, we were in Kansas City, and uh, my son came on the road to sell some merch. He's 16. And uh, we went to the Negro League uh, Museum. Maybe oh wow! Cool. Yeah, super cool. So we got we got a little you know history, baseball history lesson in there, and I, mean, I love the game. I I feel bad that I I'm I'm so out of touch with it because it really is, you know, the national pastime. Yeah, I think COVID uh, pandemic also helped with that because you know more more time at home to watch like the day games and stuff like that. So yeah. That that was a little boost. Um, here's a real dumb question. When's the last time you ate an apple? Dude, I can't believe you just asked that question. Like <laughs> day or two ago, a day or two. Uh, we were in Austin, Texas, and I always live off the veggie tray. Like I've learned over the last I don't know how many months. I don't need I don't need dinner at all. I just need a veggie tray. I need like celery, carrots. Just pure veggie carbs, made a little bit of fruit. That's all I need pre-show. Yeah, like I, said, I move around a lot. I like I literally I spin. I mean, it's like a whole aerobics show. And I was at the Royal Blue Grocery downtown Austin, Texas, and they didn't have the best pickings. And I thought, well, at least I'll grab an apple. That'll you know, because I didn't have a veggie tray at the club. 
So I had to go kind of piece together my veggie tray. And I bought it. It was the first time I bought an apple in centuries. I mean, it's been forever. Apples. What a great question. And I happened to be able to preload it. Thanks, man. Thanks for that. Of course. Of course. It's similar. I had a very similar thought behind the question is I can't remember the last time I purchased, bought a whole and ate an apple. All right. Well, listen, guys, I, I hate to bust your bubble. <laughs> oh, no. I eat apples every day. And let me tell you right now, the go-to apple is at Trader Joe's. It's called the Envy. I eat apples every day. And you know what? I eat it with peanut butter or almond butter every day. <laughs> I'm like an addict. I tried to get um, it in there, Ryan, but oh, yeah, get, get the Envy. Trader Joe's. I'm going to Trader Joe's on Friday, so I'm writing this down, and that's not a that's not hyperbole at all. Hey, look at you with your schedule; like it's Wednesday, and you know, in a couple of days, it's not like oh, whenever. It's like you know, yeah. Friday today. Yep, yep. I mean, if, if you're Trader Joe's, down. if you're a Trader Joe's kind of person, then Trader Joe's just get the envy. Let me tell you. Wrote it down. I will get the envy. <laughs> all right. Um, here's a hard one. Dave Matthews band or fish. Oh, uh, gotta be DMB all day long. Yeah. We we're, we're, we're deep core, like not so much DMB fans as much as we are the Dave fans, mm -hmm. but we go so far back and I'll let Jack jump in on this, but Jerry Bear and Alasia acoustic duo from DC went to Georgetown. Some friends of ours, when we were at SMU, they're like, you should check these guys out. And they were like two, three years easy ahead of us. They already had a CD or two out. They were playing. We were like, oh, we were like sophomores just starting as Jacko Pierce. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. They got a CD out. We became friends with those guys. And then they were the ones, like if you were listening to DMB bootlegs on cassette all over the country, yeah, they were the ones going to record them at tracks on Tuesday night and at Flood Zone on Wednesday night in Richmond. And those were all circulated. That's how the whole phenomenon started so much. And so just to take it one step further, we were playing Detroit, no joke. We played Detroit on a Monday night. We woke up at like 6.30 to hit the road by 7 a.m. We drove straight through from Detroit to get all the way to Charlottesville because we were playing on the Wednesday, but Dave was playing that night on Tuesday night. We're like, we got to see Dave Matthews play live. So we drove all the way from Detroit in one day to Charlottesville, Virginia, got to the show, got to watch Dave live. And then the next night we played on the same stage. It was just like, so freaking cool. And we became friends and, you know, friendly and, mm -hmm. and the rest is history. Jack, please. I'm sorry. I might've stepped all over you there, buddy, but <laughs> I that was, dude, you're just, you're, you're lobbing them up for me, buddy, to use a baseball reference. Um, I'm going to go with both, but here's the funny thing is, Everybody always says, hey, man, I saw you guys open for Dave Matthews. And we're like, you know, I don't think we ever did. Yeah, yeah we did. Oh, we sure Once. did. Ah, all right. Well, there goes that theory. <laughs> the, second, the second half of the theory isn't a theory. Uh, we, we opened for Fish one time. Do you remember that, man? At, yeah, at the Rhythm Room. Really? Yes, yes. Yes, we did. Oh, that is not on our list. I mean, it should be like DMB. I mean, fish. The fact that we've opened for fish would probably open up all kinds of doors. I totally forgot that. Look, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure we did. So when I when when you jump on the trampoline and I play the vacuum cleaner, that's that wasn't our idea. No, <laughs> man. 
Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. That said, yes to both. Was that the question? No. Yeah, sure. Um, I also, I'm just going to, and Abby, you can agree to this, is every time I ask, I'm going to let them go because they're really funny. <laughs> you guys, do you have your own podcast? Because it would be great. No. Well, we're talking about it. The banter shows the love and the, uh, you know. <laughs> yes. Have you ever worn one of those tuxedo t-shirts? Never. 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 Want one? We should get some more one one word answers and just like start knocking some down so we can like you know keep it moving. Yeah. I will. We'll freak. I'll I'll talk forever on a subject. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Camera two. Camera one. Keep going. I'm with you, Ryan. Stay with okay. me. I've never worn one either. Okay. Um, if Thank you God. started your own wine company or vineyard, what would it, what would you call it? We had, we did, and it's called Weather. We did it for five years. Yeah. And uh, I can bring you bottles and show you. The, the sad, it's all Pinot. We did Russian River Valley Pinot. Oh, cool. And, uh, uh, we did it for five years, and I didn't realize that having a wine business isn't like just you know holding hands. With your with your wife and walking through the vineyards and looking longingly in each other's eyes as the sun goes down over the Napa Valley and you're like, ah, it's actually like going like door to door to like liquor stores during the day and it's it's rough. I mean, it, you know, it, there's great parts of the business, but it was just like there's a few things that just hit me the wrong way after five years of it, and I was like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And luckily, praise God, a uh, our partner, our senior partner, bought us out and we were out but it was a blast while we did it for a little while and we got to share wine with our friends and we do usually these destination events mm -hmm. and we, you know that'd be part of it like come get a bottle of our wine or leave with it or have wine tastings and it was a whole i mean the culture of that like that culture the actual vineyards and the and the, the, the community and the culture is just so much fun love that part but you know when did you when did you sell it we sold it like uh, I don't know what do you what Jack probably three four five, five, five years, years ago four years ago no it's probably like four or five yeah I want to give you uh, yeah if we take a potty break I'll I'll go grab a couple of bottles because I have a I have a bunch left and unfortunately Pinot doesn't last all that long so we've yeah. opened a couple of bottles that are just totally their vinegar it's like oh man because I don't know you know you like you don't want to what do you do with the last like dozen bottles you hang on to them for something. But we don't know what for. No, I just I just drank all mine. <laughs> Decoration or you know maybe auction them for something. You know, diehard fans might might want to put that on their mantle. Signed, maybe I don't know. Just a thought. You're a smart man, dude. How do you pronounce your last name, by the way? It's Binac. Yeah. And it gets uh, it gets mangled quite a bit. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. What are some of the top top five, top three? Uh, Bouillonac. They see Bu and give up. Bouillonac. They add another Bouillonac. I don't even know where this extra syllable is. Yeah. Uh, boy, Boynac is another oh, one. Boy, I like that. Boynac. Okay, all right, I buy. But it's just like buy, like to purchase. You know, that's what I was saying. So Boynac. Boynac. Yeah. Don't buy now. Buy now. That's Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you do you have any piercings? You ever pierced your ears? No. 
No. What would it take at this stage in your life career? Five dollars. Five bucks. <laughs> Cold hard oh. cash. I'll send you ten right now if we can if we can somehow make this happen. Next time I'm I'm gonna be in New York in November. We're gonna, Are go, you? We're gonna go to the mall in Queens. And oh do- yeah, the mall. I gotta go. Oh, I got just the mall for us, my friend. Oh man. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because my wife went a little crazy and got a third piercing on each ear, and um, she's still like having trouble. This was like a month and a half, two months ago. Still has the big post in there and trying to keep it open and the whole management deal and you know not fun she's not having a great great go of it so it has not my my oldest i have three boys my oldest got his ear pierced and now it's not pierced i don't know man i don't know what would take i've always liked the i like the duel like if you're gonna do it i love the duel yeah you know, like i got, I got two hey, there you go i like that oh, I mean, you can't see him i remember rob thomas it's just certain people it just you don't even notice it it's just part of but if it was just one, I don't know. I just like the duel. I like the duel. I like the studs. I like the, I mean, I'm sure it's any athlete, but watching, uh, I mean, gosh, we've seen it two or three times now. Uh, the last dance, I mean, multiple, I so many dudes pull the double studs and it's a good look. It's a good look. Well, let's talk about the last dance. What, <laughs> wasn't it crazy? They're just pounding Miller light after every game in the, in the locker room. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh. There's so much about that documentary that they, I wanted to you know. So like the guy he was gambling with with the curly hair. Yes. Yeah. He passed uh, away. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, apparently that guy was like a crazy police officer in Chicago or something like that. I don't but, know. And then he retired and then worked at the. And then didn't gamble with Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's fun. Oh man, we could talk basketball all day long. That's for sure. Um, uh, I love gonna... basketball. Yeah, but we don't. We, we can we can move on. We can talk music. No, that's fine. Uh, the the next thing we're gonna talk is Halloween. <laughs> um, do you carve jack o' lanterns? Yeah. yeah. Every year, do you do. Is it like a tradition? Um. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Well, here's a, a good story. My father-in-law. Uh, his will plant pumpkins. They live up about an hour north of New York City. Okay. And uh, he planted some pumpkins this summer after not planting for a couple of years. And maybe about 25 came in and, and they turned out not to be pumpkins, but butternut squash. So oh. we're not carving any of those this year, but we've been doing a thing where we would go up there and, you know, carve oh, that's pumpkin. Cool. I actually, um, I have a, a garden with my daughter and I had to get rid of it for various reasons, but I threw in its place, I threw a bunch of seeds that I didn't know what they were. I knew some were pumpkin, but now we have, we have the start of pumpkins in South Florida. Right now. <laughs> we'll see if they last the heat, but. What yeah. else you got out there? Radishes, a bunch of basil. Cause that just grows anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Peppers, I think, too. Some uh, scotch bonnet peppers I threw out there. Some chives. Whatever I had, I just I mixed up and threw out. And I was like, let let it. If it works, it works. Yeah, that's awesome. So when you carve pumpkins, have you done any of those crazy, intricate stencil jobs? 
Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll keep going on this one, Kerry, just because I'm. Are, are, or, or are you are you going classic? Are you going classic? Triangle eyes. No, you know what we would do the, to make you know to get buy-in from the kid. Really, is what this was all about. Hey, kid, we're carving pumpkins. Isn't this fun? Like, no, not really. We would have have him draw his own design. Yeah, and usually they're they're pretty silly. But my wife is a very talented artist, as is my father-in-law, and they could always execute these crazy. Yeah, so we, we had a lot of fun, man. I'm getting a little nostalgic for for Halloween. It's coming up. Halloween a very nostalgic holiday. It is. The, the autumn is very nostalgic. I think. Yeah, I love autumn in New York. Anyway, Carrie, please. I I know you. <laughs> no, I I I I don't love it. I grew up doing it. We would do it kind of like it was kind of a requisite thing that my wife would kind of be like, "You're the man. You're the husband. Get out there with a knife." Let's do this. I never really liked it. I was always terrified of hurting my hands. It's a myself. pain. It's a super pain. I'm not great at it. I'm not patient. I don't like all the goop. But you know, it was just fun. Fun sitting out there doing something together. And the we do it in the carport of my old house because that's like the place to do it. And, you know, you bring the newspaper out, and so I I don't have like super. And then I have weird memories of like the smell and the candle in there, and then the smell of the burning pumpkin and then when, when it gets gross and rots and I was, I, you know, I'm bringing a lot of baggage to this party guys. I hate to bring everybody. <laughs> yeah, listen, um, I have to, I have to point yeah. out, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was just, I was noticing Jack's pits. Nice pit there, bro. You're pitting out solid. <laughs> I, I just put the shirt on. So I, I'm not pitting yet. Oh, you know, it looks worse on camera than it does in person. I just better, want better. Okay. The contrast is strong. It's good. I like hey, it. I'm going to throw one last thing out there, though. We will collect all the pumpkin seeds and then roast them. Roast them. Oh, yeah, love that. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, Abby, love I have it. to point out, I love that he said carport. That's what well, is a carport. No, Probably. I know. I, I just haven't heard that word in a while. I think it's very regional to... Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't Southern know. states. I feel like century modern house, so it truly is a carport. Yeah, right? and you That's can defend. I'm you putting on airs here, Ryan. I'm putting on airs. Okay, <laughs> it's a carport. Okay, not a garage. I know. I had I had carports. That's I I liked it when you said it. It was a All compliment. Right. All right, I thought you were busting my balls. No, no, no. I it was it definitely brought us back. Um, so on your bio and your Spotify, it says you toured three continents, nine countries, and 46 states. What are the four states you didn't go to? From the top, Hawaii. But never played there. Mm -hmm. We've never played. We played South Dakota, right? Just not North Dakota or vice versa? Uh, North Dakota, we never played. Yeah, so we've not played North Dakota, Hawaii. We've never played Wyoming. What? Or Montana. That's it. Right? Yeah. You've played Alaska? I know, right? Oh, we've not played Alaska. Hold on a second. Okay, hold on. Hold okay, on. okay, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hold you on. Know what? I think we lump in. Wait, do we play Jackson Hole? That's where I Let's, live. Here's what here's what we do. I think we, we have played three Hole. states and combine them into one. Now, maybe we did play one of those. We definitely played in Idaho. Yeah. We definitely played in 
one of the Dakotas for sure. Maybe we're at forty-five, and that's a that's a the bio is wrong. I, I think we played Jackson Hole. Have we not? I've been to Montana. I've been to Wyoming, but I've n- got to get him back. Wait, to wait, wait. Where is Mount Rushmore? South or north? South Dakota. Okay, South? we've been there. Yeah, so we've been to Mount Rushmore, which was no offense to people that love monuments and all, but golly, your whole life, you're like, oh my gosh, Mount Rushmore. Like I heard, I think growing up, you heard that like they had dinner in one of the guy's ears and, you know, it's just that huge and epic and, you know, like a 20 person dinner with, and Jack and I finally make it up there all the way up there. And there it is. And you're like, oh, okay. Okay. And then we went to the crazy horse, which is semi, semi interesting and fascinating, but Jack is amazing at falling asleep, like in movies, during podcasts. Like when this podcast comes out, we'll listen to it on the road. And Jack, Jack, will be, yeah, but put on that podcast. What's that one about the bothering the band? You put it on and you just, he'll be out in like five seconds. You'll put him right out. Like that beautiful baritone of yours, Ryan, will put him straight out. <laughs> we, we, we were so excited and had all kinds of problems getting there. I can't remember why. Oh, you know, because our car battery died of our rental car. Never had this happen before. In a, anyway. It took us like two hours to have to go back out to the airport, get the car, then go all the way out to. Anyway, I don't I'm not a complainer. I don't like to complain, but I was just I was amazed at how. Have you been there? Have you seen Mount Rushmore? I have not. Have you, well, have you? I saved it for you, because if if it's one on your bucket list, it's just like I was just so underwhelmed compared to. I was like, going to say, is it, underwhelming? you know, or I've not been to that many national parks. So and I'd like to go to more, but. Um, I'm talking to somebody that lives in Wyoming, so I, I, I better stop now because you live like it's true. I live in a national park. Yeah, you live in a national park. You it's the only airport you land in a national park. Only public airport. Public airport. Oh, tomato, oh tomato potato. Um, okay, back to baseball. If uh, if you had a song that played every time you entered a room, what would it be? Can it be any song? Whatever you want. I think Staying Alive would be pretty badass. Every time you come up to plate. Well, I can I can I side can I side note this? Of course. Uh it wasn't even to share, but it was because we had some fans that were in the Braves organization in Atlanta. Somebody had my song called it was my solo song called Best Thing. Uh, best thing ever. Yeah, it's called Best Thing. It was on my solo record called You Are Here. And um, that was his up to bat song. Like whenever he went up to bat, that was his song. And so I would Who get fan mail from all. I have no idea. Fan mail from all over. That record came out in 2000? 99, 2000. So it's been a long time. So Are probably like Jones? 2005-ish. I have no idea. But dude, I, I never got to see it in action. But I heard from so many people. They're like, oh my gosh. So because it has like this... You can check it out. Rock and vibe. I'm going to have to look it up. Right. Jack, what's yours? That was my, I had a little side note. I, I, that's a tough, that's really a tough question. Maybe you all that time. I was buying you time to figure it out. Jack. It's your I'd already, I honestly had already moved on. Actually, I was, I was a little <laughs> pissed that, you know, I thought we agreed we wouldn't bring up the solo stuff. Uh, I have a life outside of you. Okay. Yeah, hey, listen, man. Um, no, I mean, you know, 
it would be like a Willie Nelson song, but I don't know if that would re- if how that would really get the crowd going. But oh yeah, Jack loves him some Willie Nelson. No, I don't know. I don't know. That's a great question. This is one of those questions where I'd have to like, you know, I guess this is a question that reveals how little I really know about my own self. <laughs> I have no idea what we yeah. uh, we interviewed his granddaughter. Oh, Willie Willie Nelson's. Yeah, yeah, she's a musician um Raylan right isn't that her name yeah yeah she's got a, her own podcast too shout out to Raylan Nelson uh, awesome. love well we love your grandfather yeah she's pretty talented too a little bit more rock and roll um but uh yeah we love Willie Nelson that's how we got her we were trying to get Willie Nelson and she answered our email wait did she start a, a like a a super group with another couple like a Johnny Cash's daughter, granddaughter, something like that. Is there, am I ringing a bell? Is anything ringing a bell there? You are ringing a bell. I just, I don't know what it's called. I think. Back to Derry Bear and Alasia. John Alasia has gone on to be quite the producer. He produced John Mayer's first record. He produced um, Jason Mraz's first record. You know, these huge records. And he pretty sure when we saw him a few years ago at a destination show on Martha's Vineyard, he was there. And I think he was saying like, yeah, I'm working with, it's just, there was, a, it seemed like a handful of, of super cool women that were descendants of giants. And I, maybe, I don't know, did he produce Luca, Luca Nelson's CD? <laughs> Later? Yeah. Luca's oh, his wow. son. Yeah. And Micah, right? And they play with him. And anyway. No, we were just talking about him too. That's funny. Small musical world. Um, do you ever get recognized on the streets? Well, no. Jack lives in New York, so he has all the Yeah, I live in the thick of it. So I get, nah, not as much as I used to, but yeah, sometimes, you know, not like, not like fame, fame, but more like, yeah, no, nah, not really like you're thinking and hoping. No, no. Jack, never on the, never on the R train or... Well, you know, guess guess that they think he is. Yeah, I get a little, uh, yo, Jimmy Fallon, because I kind of look like, I mean, the podcast listener, sorry, listener, you can't (laughs) see the resemblance, but post a photo. Yeah, that would be the only thing is people thinking um, I'm Jimmy Fallon, which has happened a couple of times. Okay. Yeah. Get Fallon, huh? I sat uh, in, here's a sidebar, my own sidebar. I sat in front of Jimmy Fallon at a movie theater on the Upper West Side of New York. And the guy was with, I uh, was with a buddy of mine and we didn't know, just, all we knew were the people behind us were talking much. So he turns around and he goes like, and he shushed him really aggressively and turned around and he goes, I just shushed Jimmy Fallon. And uh, we've, we felt terrible about it. Because had we known, we probably would have let him talk as much as he wanted. Oh yeah. Well, you can't. You know, you can't let celebrities like that slide, man. You know, you gotta, you gotta play by the rules. Shush him. I believe in a good shushing from time to time. <laughs> you should see my notes over here. I can't imagine. <laughs> Just like Mark Teixeira, Envy Apples, shush. <laughs> um, pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? Oh, no, no. I don't like mixing the sweet and savory. My kids like it, and they like uh, El Pastor. 
uh, tacos, man. Because we're no, in Texas, no. bro. But man, no, don't mix the don't mix the piña with the puerco. No, no, hey, no, 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 uh, no cooked fruit. You know, that's like that's my thing. Just yeah, don't man, cook the fruit. My fruit. What sweet and salty? What about chocolate covered pretzels? Hell yes. yeah! See, that's okay. different. I, the savory sorry sorry it's a savory thing i don't like yeah meats with with sweets meats and sweets meats and sweets i shall not eat these meats and sweets i When's said those words i said those words i said them uh what oh gosh my favorite line in the world from pale green pants i said those words i said those words i said but I, I, the punchline is i said them but i lied them <laughs> it's the it's one of my favorite books of all time it's gotcha. green yeah. pants. I think we're all tracking it. I think we're all right, yeah. right there. Pants is a story inside the Sneetches book, which is my very yeah. favorite, one of my very favorite books of all time, for a myriad of reasons. But in the middle there is the pale green pants story, and uh, gosh, dropping some Seuss. <laughs> dropping some Seuss. Dropping uh, some Seuss. Gosh, now it's killing me. Oh, I will. I do not fear those pale green pants with nobody inside them. I said those words. I said those words. I said them, but I lied them. Oh, yes. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, me and Jack are thinking about doing a video of our new song, and we're going to do like, it's very 70s, like, da na na, da na na, ba na 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 na, starring Carrie Pierce. And Jack O'Neill, we want to do like a whole, you know, like 70s intro to a bad TV show. So I was looking up things like uh, Three's Company and all these classic, just, I mean, unbelievable how far we've come in terms of film and video over the last, what, 30, 40 years. It's pretty amazing. Anyway, but Jack's a really good actor. Look at him. Look at him right now. He's doing like a phony, like a De Niro. <laughs> talking to me? Huh? You talking to me? Look at that. Huh? I could do the voiceover while Jack does the face. Let's do multiple ones. You okay? You do a different accent or impression, and Jack has to act it out. Yeah, here you go. Right? Hey, everybody. Yeah. My name's Jack O'Neill, and I like to say hello to you and your friends and family. Come on down to O'Neill. <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> Okay, now Jack, no, I'll do. I'll let me. Yeah, I'm better at directing Jack. I'm, I'm better. He's he's my. Uh, yeah, you're my. No, no, no. I mean, we don't have to keep doing this. That's no, for see, sure. my favorite. My favorite is Jack's Michael Caine. So he does an old and a young Michael Caine. So do the do the young Michael Caine and then do the old Michael Caine. And the best part about it is he always starts with a certain word that makes it seem like he's not going to do it. So Jack, please move forth with your Michael Caine impressions. Well, first I gotta say, you know, I totally ripped that off from a from a movie. Nobody knows that. <laughs> Nobody cares. No, I'm sure a lot of people do know that. There's a great uh, buddy movie with uh, uh, Steve Coogan and uh, I can't remember think of his name right now. Two English yeah, actors it's called The Trip, right? Or Trip, yes, yeah. yes. And in one scene, they're in a diner or something, and they are bitching at each other about how shitty each other's Michael Caine impersonation is. He's like, no, no, you don't, you don't talk like that. You don't. No. So I find that when you want to do an impersonation of somebody, it's the easiest way is to impersonate somebody else impersonating that person. 
that's that was really good actually i that's how you write songs right you basically you try to get into somebody else's skin you know i love it jack you're a genius uh what you said before about the tv show in the 70s was a great segue and i and this is not improv or improv we have it written down what's your favorite television theme song I mean, you know, this is a trap. Let's be Ooh. honest. Ooh, no, no, no. I, I'm getting one. I'm, I'm starting to get. I'm getting warm on something. Getting warm. It's like if you throw down a classic, you date yourself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What's your What's the demo of your listenership? All over the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all over the map. I mean, I don't. Well, I'm not going to say it's my favorite, but the one, the most iconic one that comes to me is a toss-up between Dukes of Hazard and Greatest American Hero. Ooh, okay. You know, like those two, and maybe that's because I was like a, you know, That was prime time for us. Yeah, it was prime time. And so, believe it or not, but then I always think of, you know, Costanza doing a, believe it or not, George <laughs> is in at home. Oh, that's great. Yeah, wasn't that, that was a thing, right, in Seinfeld? Yeah, so. yep. His, it was his outgoing voicemail, like his answering machine. Hey, but you know, Mash always bummed me out too. Like Ooh, the Mash, Mash, Mash doesn't. Mash will take me to a place. Cause that's a dark tune. I, I always liked that one too. I mean, not that I was watching it in prime time. I'm a little young. Yeah, it's a, light, a lighthearted show with a you know an intense background. But dude, that that was an intense tune to be an intro song for a for a light TV show. Well, because it was a movie first. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw the movie. <clears throat> but I will say mine would be, my first thought was something like um, 70s, but then I thought, man, Downton Abbey, man, that, I can't think of it right now, but just how it pulses and, I mean, I freaking love that show. I love just the gorgeous English countryside and the, the lead guy who is in one of my favorite Sopranos is pretty iconic too. Hey, hey Jack, I'm having a moment here, okay? Yeah, my, nah, he, my turn. I mean, I Downton Abbey, come on, man. Sopranos go. Like, dee, 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 dee. It was the Get Yourself a Gun song. Yeah. I mean, hey, while we're doing this, Cops, the theme song to Cops. I mean, yeah. Bad Boys. Oh, you mean it's called the Bad Boys? Bad Boys, that one? Yeah. Different I gotta what? vote for Scooby Doo. Oh, what? That's, if you would have said cartoons, it's pretty iconic, though. We were just singing. We were just talking about Gilligan's Island the other day. Um, you know how amazing that song was that described the entire scenario in what, like, thirty seconds? Yeah. You know, and then and then it's just it's just the professor and Marianne just kind of. <laughs> you know, it's all this stuff with all these descriptions but it's just the professor and mary well professor says a lot marianne doesn't really say girl next door but it kind of does but we're you know uh anyway i digress but that's another great one that'd be fun that whole thing off jack that'd be so funny you make a great uh you make a great um we 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 could play all the characters it'd be great all right so sorry we can't wait for the i can't wait for this 70s inspired video that you come out with we can't wait to share it and tell the world when you say 
or when someone says next Tuesday in your world, your mind, does that mean this coming Tuesday or the following Tuesday? I am so glad you brought that up, Jack. You can take it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slam it home. And you, you set me up for a win. Well, not next Tuesday. Well, today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. So next three on that. Yes. So yeah. So next okay. Tuesday would be for me. It would be next Tuesday. Okay. Now, if it were Sunday afternoon and somebody said next Tuesday, I wouldn't think. Yeah. See, it's dicey. I would. I would jump a week. I would. I would automatically mm-hmm. jump a week. You know, if you just say Tuesday, that would be the immediate Tuesday. And next Tuesday would imply some sort of waiting. And then yeah. yeah. So Sunday. So there's a cutoff for next Tuesday. So Sunday. If you say next Tuesday, it means the fall. The, the but if you said this Tuesday, it's the closer of the Tuesdays. Yeah, that yeah, would. I'd be I'd be heck bent to jump in there and say a week from Tuesday. First of all, and second of all, I went through a divorce, and we get along great now. But there was a time when you never ever wanted to ever imply anything about any dates ever without just simply using the numerals. It's just like it's. It's nine sixteen. You know, it's not this Saturday or next Saturday or next Tuesday or next week. I mean, anything. It was like you had to be specific. Otherwise, just back and forth and more emails and more texts and confusion. So there's so many things I learned out of going through divorce and co-parenting a kid for so many years. That was like one of my greatest takeaways, which I just handed to my our tour manager because he was like, but what about next whatever? And I was like, dude. The numbers never lie. Sorry, I'm getting a little uh, legalistic here. Um, but uh, sorry, am I getting, everyone got real quiet on me because I'm getting like the <laughs> no. word. Like you went through divorce. <laughs> he said, he said, hey, man, I thought we weren't bringing up the divorce situation. <laughs> no, no solo records, no, no divorce. Hey, man, no solo stuff. No solo, yeah. Sorry, continue. Keep asking. You got great questions. These are funny. They're teen. <laughs> yeah, these questions are fun, man. Uh, that's why we're here. Let him talk, Jack. Let him talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm, good. I'm good. Yeah, this is fun. I'm gonna. We're gonna... Dude, that's is worth the price of admission. Okay. <laughs> Jack's gonna fall asleep. Carrie's gonna keep going. Um, have you ever taken a random or weird class online? He has the guy in the bottom right, the guy in the bottom right, the guy in the blue shirt like me, but the guitar behind him, that's that guy. The other one. The other one. Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, hey. I have. I have, man. Yeah, I've taken some weird online classes. Well, lay it on us. Like what? Um... Bro, you just took an acting class online. That must have been so weird. I mean, like, give us just a little 15-second taste, which you've never done for me, but you wasn't for these fine people. No, like, no, like, I'm not. Like, yeah, when you have to, like, give, okay, Jack, have you prepared your piece today? Yeah, By the that's way, not we, how it works. But we're theater majors at SMU. We are theater majors appreciate. at Southern University. Yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. No, those are, those are. Come on, let's pretend at least pretend. Did you prepare Those are legit class. class? Jack, did you prepare a monologue for the class? Could you go ahead and No, I haven't done that. I haven't done that. That's not <laughs> a thing. That's not that's not a thing. I mean it could, it could take one. acting class. 
All right. That's be a thing. Jack, what did you have to do in the class, in the acting class? Oh, um, well, no, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's like you do scenes, like workshop study scenes. I mean, it's work, it's legit work. No, no, those aren't the weird classes. I'm thinking of, you know. I don't know, please. No. <laughs> what I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, come on. No, I honestly, I haven't taken, I mean, we Carrie and I made it, we, we talked before the podcast and we said, hey man, let's just, let's really spice up our boring lives. Like, let's, you know, jump on, <laughs> jump on something in there and just really uh, run with it. And I can't do it. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> but, you know, like if you want to learn online how to raise mammals in a New York City apartment, I can tell you where to go. <laughs> uh, Animal husbandry. Yeah, animal, animal, animal has online. online. Animal. I like that you guys got together before this and had a plan. You're like, let's spice this up. We did. certainly did not. And that's classic AP. People are always like, this is my favorite question. How do you guys like rehearse? I mean, they can't even imagine that we would just show up like what we typically do so often, if, especially if it's just a duo. You know, guitars on our back. Jack flies in from New York. I fly in from Dallas. Let's say it's Atlanta. We land. We have a long sound check where maybe, you know, we run through some stuff, we warm up and that's it. But people are like, just, it's amazing how people are like, I'm like, dude, we've been doing this for 30 plus years. Like we, you know, it's funny how people are just are like, how do you guys do it? I mean, you, he lives in New York. I mean, cause I think people expect that you get together and you jam on the regular and all that kind of stuff, which would be great, but he lives in New York. Um, anyway, that's, by the way, that's the name of our Patreon. It's called Dalhattan Project because Jack's in New York. I'm in Dallas, you put the two together, you know, bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> I, um, we've interviewed a few bands that are spread apart and they get together every, every, you're laughing at the term spread apart. God. Now, now I'm so conscious of everything. Else. You know, birthing, you know, live, live, you know, livestock, just everything just kind of, Kind of came to a head right. Oh, so okay, okay. You you interview bands that are spread apart. You mean geographically? Yeah, yeah get- geographically, um, and they make it work. I, I now we're just gonna move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Great question. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a no on that one. I believe in the Loch Ness Monster, though. Like, I'm 100% down with Loch Ness Monster because I've seen all the pictures and I've seen all the blah, 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 and the the radar and the sonar and all that. I've just, like, I've seen enough evidence. Whereas the, I don't, just don't, I mean. No, you're right. I've seen some pretty convincing video of Bigfoot. I mean, you can't deny some of that footage. No, come on. I got the purple mattress um, commercials. They're pretty convincing. Yeah. those are well, here's the question, right? though. Do you know something we don't yeah. about you, Bigfoot? Are you holding out on us, Ryan? Yep, yep. I know it all. Uh, Abby does, because she lives in the woods. Do you believe, Abby? Bigfoot lives in my basement. For real? <laughs> I don't think I, I don't, I agree with the, I would believe in the Loch Ness Monster, but not so much Bigfoot. Really? Yep. That one's know. more believable. Top squares, top squares agree. I'm mm-hmm. top square. I don't know where you, I am in your setup, but. Top square. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know. 
that that begs the next question do you watch any of those wacky shows on like discovery like ghost shows or bigfoot or treasure hunting shows or anything like that no i'm more of a uh uh air disaster show you know when they uh you know like which which airs i hate to say i know this on weather channel randomly i've I've found these shows where they re re reenact and they'll play like cockpit voice recorder stuff i'm a little i'm kind of into those i mean i'm not into them but i'll watch them you know like i don't know how you do it as someone who flies and tours that doesn't get you it used to, yes. For years, it got me pretty bad. And yet I kept going back for more. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you have a treehouse as a child? I'm going to keep it going. No. Uh, good question. I think, oh, I, I, my, in Florida, I lived in Boca for five years. That's a town over from me. Yeah. Boca Raton. Yeah. Uh, I lived in Boca. My dad was an IBMer and he built me a fort, but it's Florida. So, I mean, I mean, but I did play the banyan trees. Oh my gosh, man. I remember like waiting for the bus. There's a banyan tree we play in and, and climb and dude, there's some great things about Florida. My dad lives in St. Petersburg right now as we speak. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't think I ever had a straight up tree fort. What did you call it? Treehouse. Treeports. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I dream of them. I used to fantasize about them. And, you know, the idea of like having your own little crane to haul stuff up or even crank yourself, you know, you know, have an it's old. pretty uh, elaborate. Treehouse. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pulleys and all that stuff. It definitely was like a, but I think, uh, yeah, and we lived in Atlanta, like, and I don't know, man. Uh, great question. I love, I did love them though. I did like being up and sequestered in kind of a way. Yeah. So good question there. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Boca. Yeah. Like I said, I'm a town over from Boca. Boca. Do you know what Boca means? Yes. It means the rat's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I recently, uh, you'll like this. I recently uh, told my daughter, she's seven, that I was going to name her rat's mouth. So I've been calling her rat's mouth around the house. And then she started telling other people and I got into a little bit of parent trouble. Mm. She, started, she started telling, Hey, my dad, my, she doesn't talk like that. My dad was, my dad, my dad was going to call me rat's mouth. She said, that's my sidebar. Um, have you ever read or seen uh, the book or the movie, the outsiders? Yes. Big fan. I can't believe you just brought that up because I want to I want to read all those again. Rumblefish, Outsiders. Is it just and they're so short, aren't they? Like 150, 200 pages? Yeah, they are very short. Yeah. They they are quote unquote why young adult novels. Is it Jesse Hinton? Se Hinton, yeah. Yeah. And it was you know, a I just quoted uh wrote them? And was it a woman that wrote them? And woman, yeah, yeah, she's still alive too. Yeah. Okay. And Jack just quoted, uh, quoted the movie today, the book today. What was it? Just a, a stay gold pony stay gold. Yeah. A little a side note is that I read I've read both of Rob Lowe's books and one of and they're excellent. If, I'd love Great writer. Like I can't get enough. Uh, I read them all. Like I've read everything. I just read Willie's autobiography is outstanding. I, I I just absorb them. But 
Uh, Rob Lowe talks extensively about how when he first ran into Matt Dillon, uh, was Tom Cruise in Outsiders too? Yeah, Tom Cruise, Emilio Estevez, Swayze. And how they had to audition for the for the part. It's worth listening to that chunk of the audiobook if you can find like just that snippet. Mm-hmm. Just unbelievable. Like the stories of how much they had audition and re-audition and try different parts. And um it just made me want to read it again. I just kind of forgot about it. So thank you for reminding me. Dude, I'm gonna put it in my list right now. Yeah. You're an influencer. You influence me and other people. I'm doing it right oh. now. See Thomas Howell. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know he was a. I didn't know he was a musician. He goes by Tommy Howell. No and, way. Uh, oh, wait, what's who was TC from? I know the name, but I'm blanking. He's, he plays Pony Boy in The Outsiders. Oh, he's that. But he was in a gazillion '80s, '90s. Oh movie. yeah, he was in a ton. Um, he's, still, he's still in stuff. Oh, I know. He still, yeah, he he still works. I see him. He was just yeah. So the the reason I asked you is because you wouldn't believe how many people her and I have asked and have no idea not only who that is I granted he was famous in the 80s but they don't know what the outsiders is isn't that like it blew our minds so that's why I asked you just no, wait, to no, but, yeah, that's wrong and the socias and the the greasers and the socias if that's that's rumblefish or that's outsiders is it both technically it's both because okay. pony boy shows up in both books okay but soda pop and all that that's that's outsiders right that's outside yeah soda pop i mean dude that name oh my i mean just takes me back because i remember reading those books and they were powerful that was like the first probably lit we ever read right yeah i mean it was the first uh for me it was the first book that kind of spoke more to my my world it wasn't like a rich great gatsby type thing that i had to read but didn't fully identify with for example didn't read in high school blew it off probably blew it off and then i just read it you know six months ago yeah anyway i'm on a literary tear i'm trying to read the classics one by one that i didn't read in high school and anyway yeah no, and it was just yeah. great but it's all i mean it's just such there's such meals and there's so much great content i had to look up a word probably every two three pages i mean it's just it's just like Anyway, I could go on. I could go on about the lit. Jack's much more, way better, well-read than me. I'm trying to catch up for decades. Well, that's that's what I do first and foremost as a writer. So I could, I could, I'm sure Abby's like, God damn, make make them stop. I could talk books forever and ever. Oh, right on. Then I'll be looking to you Actually, when I run out of I stuff. Say, I will say this: she reads way more than I do. Oh, Even wow. She, she reads voraciously. All right, send some book recommendations my way. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I must say, uh, I, I got to thank David for hooking this up. He was very nice and letting me. Uh, right. Okay. Jack, you know what's happening? You know what's happening, Jack? Oh, we're wrapping up. Is that what that is? No, no, no. I still have other questions. I just wanted to say thank you to David. Yep, I get it. I get it. Listen, you're busy. You know, Dave's not even here, man. Dave's not here. He's going to hear this. <laughs> hey. After. hey. I'm, I bothered him so much to get you guys. So, okay, but uh, speak, Brian. If do you know this reference, you try to pull these references on us, and you think we're cool or not cool for, which is a, which is funny because you do kind of look like Ty from Dude Perfect, which there is a cool not cool section in their show, but you probably even know what that is, um, and you have a daughter, so you may not ever know what that is. But do you? And I've now I've lost my train of thought. I lost it completely. 
We'll come uh, back. Some we'll questions. Now I forgot. Jack, were you, were you tra tracking with me or no? It's too late. Yeah, here. Just look at that. Focus on that for one second. Come on back now, buddy. Okay. There you go, there you go little guy. Dang it. Forgot it. I had something to say. I had something to say. Well, you it was saying, a reference. It was a reference. Oh, talking about references. We were talking about books, and then I wasn't going to wrap up. I was thanking David. I was. I bothered the hell out I of him. Gonna make a reference about a something else from pop culture. Oh, it was that was it because you said Dave, and I said, "Do you know this?" Because you're doing all these esoteric stuff and like the whole, "Hey, Dave, Dave's not here." Do you know that reference? No, man, it's me, Dave. No? Not here, man. No, see, Jack and I can do it. You ready? Jack and I'll do the bit. The bit is this. The bit is like, hey, Dave, let me in, man. Dave's not here, man. <sighs> no, man, this is Dave. It's, it's Cheech and Chong. Yeah, Cheech and Chong. Dave's not here, man. Right, we gotta give, we gotta credit. See, upper deck. Upper deck rules. Downstairs, nobody cares. Upstairs. Yeah, here, I started to say, is it cheesy? Well, yeah, we're giving it away with the accents, but I don't want to be like. Yeah, I think that's what did Look, if you, if you go back to the tape, though, you'll see that I said Dave's not here, man, okay. early on in this exchange. Okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe you can just right. go back to the Zoom video. Should we tape. check the tape? Yeah. We should, uh, <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah. We should have the listeners call in if you. If you can have <laughs> hey, we live, man. <laughs> yeah, this is a... Okay. <laughs> um, how do you feel about white Christmas trees? All right, we got to split the season. See the guitar over my this shoulder? That guitar was born out of our Jacko Pierce Christmas show. It's a Gretsch White Falcon. I used to borrow one from a friend because it's so Christmas big, hollow body. It just says Christmas. And we have, at one point in our Christmas show, we would do an entire first scene would be all white trees. Everything was white, like all white trees. So now we don't do the Christmas show anymore. Kind of like it went the way of our destination shows. Way too much work for not the biggest reward. And I was just upstairs today because I'm flipping guitars and I'm selling guitars. I went upstairs to get some cases out of my, out of my attic. And I looked around and do we have a vast sea of Christmas trees in bags? We have, I mean, no joke, probably have 24 Christmas trees up in my attic, a giant amount and a half of them are white. So to answer your question, all for it, especially look, they look amazing on stage. And I love the tacky retro mid-century, like, you know, we have one white tree in our house and because we have so many trees mm -hmm. now I'll just pull one up in the attic and then we do one normal traditional tree and one like very white kind of clean. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Sorry. So thank you. I had to jump on that one. Jack. Oh no. Are you giving the down thumbs down Ryan? Or are you just bandwagon? No, no, Jack. I think Jack was shaking his head. Oh yeah. I'm definitely, you know, I mean, look for stage and, you know what i you know hey look whatever not my bag <laughs> it's not jack's bag like i love it and i love like silver trees and i just love that tacky 50s kitschy you know palm springs mid-cinch you know i love me some mid-cinch so 
Sorry, you got, you got <laughs> we're, we're more like uh, yeah. We get we get the rescue tree. We go get the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. We get the scraggly little, and they're a little little more affordable. Let's be honest about that. How much tinsel is too much tinsel? Any tinsel is too much tinsel. Yeah, I like a nice yes, little heavy. Yes, zero tinsel is the appropriate amount of tinsel. And the answer is zero. No, I like a little. Uh, no, I don't. We don't do tinsel. We do the what's the garland called that's made of tinsel? Is that garland? Tinsel? Is that what yeah. you're? Are you are you calling that tinsel? No. Or are you calling like the, no, the tinsel? The, yeah, I could live it. Like throw it. Yeah, tinsel is that tin foil like stuff. It's like tin foil. Yeah. What, Tinsel, tinsel. Oh man, when when's the last time you were at Walmart and what did you buy? Stumped him. Uh, I'm a Target man. I mean, we had, we were in Colorado and there's a Target across the street from our hotel. I probably went four times to Target. Kept trying to make a few things work. Um, Jack. I, I honestly don't know the last time I was in a Walmart. I don't. I don't know that there are a lot of WalMarts in the New York City area. Not in the not in the tri-state metropolitan yeah. part of that. I gotta. I gotta say. I gotta say. I don't. I don't think I've been in quite a while. <clears throat> no. We we were uh, just played in Arkansas. So for all y'all in Arkansas, and we just played Fayetteville. Like that's that's Walmart country. You wanna. Walmart. You don't pay respect. To yeah, yeah. But if I did go to Walmart, I'd, I'd probably get some socks. That would probably be like my go-to. Yeah, a good quality pair of sock. Mm -hmm. Good sock. Good sock. You know, you need a good sock. But that's a question. Back to you guys. If it's if it's down to Target or Walmart, which one are you going with? Is there a hands down? Target. Target. Yeah. Now, do you call it Target where you're from? Is there? Okay. Okay. Cool. I went to Target today. Actually. We're all the same. We're all the same at our core yeah until recently we only had a kmart where i live no way kmart kmart closed and we're finally getting a target wow. my favorite memory of kmart was my mom would go shopping we'd go through kmart you know there's that, that smell because i was on mm -hmm. bike this morning and i rode by a target this morning the doors open i smell that super intense uh refrigerated air smell but that whatever all those things mixed together with the popcorn and the and the news everything smell and i go by it reminded me of my mom would push the cart and i would go with her and she would buy a quart size of whoppers and she'd open that thing up and we would eat the entire thing while walking that's one of my favorite things. Was it the one that was shaped like a milk carton? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you like pop the little thing and pour them out. And you yeah. can pour it, and you know, it's just such an easy, and then I'd be like. <laughs> but then did you pay for it at the end? Yeah, yes. well, I became the king, of, uh, the king of eating things and paying for But I also, I do owe, I, I do owe a penance. I, I, uh, I, and I looked into this. I actually felt bad, guilty about it because my buddies and I, we used to go into the grocery store we grab a Snickers, we grab a, a milk, and we pretend we're like, where's mom? Yeah, we'd look around for her, we'd eat the food the whole time, and pretending to look for mom, and then walk out. <laughs> I mean, I might be into Wald Bombs in Westport, Connecticut for maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks worth. I looked in, <laughs> and I was like, do they have a charity I could donate to? And it's long. Uh, Wald Bombs. I, I, I looked into it. 
Jack, how long have you been in, in New York? Since the 90s. Okay. Do you remember the Astor Place uh, Kmart? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Gone. And it's going to become, yeah. or it may already become, it's turning into something. It might be a Trader Joe's. Astor Place is my place. Back in the 80s, there was a Kmart in Astor Place? It was. Yeah, you could you could get off the subway right there, the six yeah. train. In relationship to like Astor Hair, whatever, where was it? It was uh, right couple. in the, you could get off the subway and walk into it. Yeah, it was like right around the corner at Lafayette. It was like Lafayette and whatever that was. That's weird. Eighth Street. Yeah. Um, St. Mark's somewhere, you know, was that way? Yep, St. Mark's if you, yep, went east. How do you have such city knowledge, Ryan? I lived there for a very long time. I love it. I'm a New Yorker at, at heart. Great. I love it. Um, can you do me a, a personal favor and, and uh, give a shout out to my friend Mark Hill? My friend Mark Hill is the person in senior year of high school to bring uh, the decade uh, CD to school and played it for us. No way. Dang. Thanks, Mark Hill. Mark Hill, you're the best. I love Mark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a very, very, very big deal for me. And uh, he doesn't know that I asked that. This is it, Jack. This is it. This is when will. it's happening. It's happening now. Oh, it's over now. Here's it. Yeah. <laughs> Just prepare I, Honestly, I feel like we're losing Jack. Listen, I got kids downstairs he? waiting for Pops to come down. Jack, Jack is like packing over there. <laughs> He's like dicking in his purse. Making sure I got power. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys all night. I don't know. Yeah, nope, man. Probably time to wrap it up. What else you got for us, Ryan? Um, when's the last time you had Texas toast? Dude, who are you? How did you get inside <laughs> my head? I no just way. had Texas toast like five seconds ago. No Kane's way. It's famous down here. Kane's chicken has this rumelade sauce, and they have chicken strips, and they serve Texas toast. My kids each got one. I would normally get one, but I was like, gosh, I'd love a little bite of that. My one of my kids was like, nope. And one of my other kids came up to me and goes, Here you go, Dad. He gives me like a little sliver. And I was like, oh yeah, it's like a donut. Bro, I can't believe you just mentioned Texas toast. I have it written here. Bro, you and I are this is please uh please tour to Florida so I, I can come hang out with you guys did you guys see my little acting moment where i was holding back the tears i thought that was pretty special guys jack you deserve a golden glory i thought i didn't know you were acting though i thought it was genuine that's weird do you learn that in online acting classes yeah they're kind of like this teaches me hey jack i get out we zoom and jack's like guess what i learned today in acting class tell me and we geek out for like a half an hour okay sorry ryan get back to it get back to it I want to know if Jack's going to try to audition to be in some, some uh, cinema, some film. Yes. yes. Don't leave me, Jack. Well, this is a good time to talk about my new project. Um, no. I don't know if they're messing with us or not. Can I, make, can I make a shout out to Zephyr Hills Water? It yes. always looks like, no offense, but it kind of looks like a disease. Every time I say it, it's like, it's like oh, do you, do you have... 
Do you have the Z? The Zephyrillus? Yeah, I I, I think I contracted it from the, the tap water. Yeah, Zephyrillus. It's, it's, yeah, it's no, the worst. I thought it was Zephyrillus for so long, but it's Zephyr Hills. No offense to you guys. I'm sure it's a wonderful water company. It's a great water. It's a it's great no water. It's no water. water. It's, it's no, no Zarka. <laughs> okay, sorry. Back to your back to the basics. I want to know. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, that's really it, guys. Do you have any questions for us? What do you do for a day job, Ryan? I'm a writer. What do you write? Anything that pays. Good answer. Good answer. Expound. That's a kind of a big word, but I think you probably know it since you're a writer. Um, I do a lot of online content writing for various companies, everything from commercial real estate to hospitality. Um, I've published 12 books, which sit on, book on bookshelves and backs of toilets all over the world. Um, I, do, I do this. I write these questions. Bro. That's really cool. Uh, what's your What's your best book? What are you most proud of? Oof, I don't know. Abby? Should we order it on Amazon or should we order it from IndieBooks.com or uh, Andy? Yeah, feeling about that? Amazon versus local bookstores. I would always vote for uh, local books. Indeed. The um, The Astoria Bookshop actually used to carry them but you have a book out now that you're most proud of um they're all i, I must say this they're all poetry my oh, okay. my first oh, novel is awesome. coming out next year bro oh, i'd like to read your poetry because i'm reading a book about slowing down your life called the ruthless elimination of hurry which has radically shifted my life cool. and he mentions reading poetry in it and i was like well i haven't read poetry in a long time I'm going to vote for the last one. It's called A ba a Whole Bag of Hammers. Love it. Maybe you need yeah, to... Yeah, you remind me of a young Wink Martindale, right? <laughs> like a young, a young Wink Martindale. <laughs> it was Wink. You got it going on. My face hurts. I don't blame you. Hey, uh, we love you guys. Uh, we out of here? Are we wrapping it? what's yeah. next for, what's next for jacko pierce well we have a new ep coming out october one it's called the dalhattan project volume one and the new single releases the same day it's called out of my head and uh that all drops october 1 2021 because whenever you're listening to this and if you're listening to this like in 10 years from now hey we're called jacko pierce this is jack <laughs> o'neill i'm carrie pierce and uh we love being on Bother the Band podcast, B2B. And um, we are excited to tell you, go to jackopierce.com. Go to Instagram, of course, it's just jackopierce. All one word, J-O-C-K-O-P-I-E-R-C-E. -E. And that's where you can find us. That's what they do on the podcast, right? They give all the places to find us. Which we are grateful for. If you like what we do and want to be a part of it, uh, patreon.com forward slash jackopierce has been huge blessing to us to allow us to make music and keep making music COVID or non-COVID. It helped. It's just been, it's like we have a little independent record label. Thanks to people that are part of it. So thank you all for spreading the word about Jack Pierce. Love um, it. I, we can't thank you enough. This has been so much fun. And like I said, 
I've been a fan of your music for so long, so this is such a treat for me. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Children is all that we hear. She said. 